Today's episode is brought to you by ModCloth. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on 3 3 Back in the saddle. I let you kick us off, and I, <laughs> I didn't start out with some yeah. weird thing. Well, don't think that's any indication of Sarah's level of enthusiasm, because she is hopped up on coffee. Too much. Allegedly. I went to the coffee shop this morning, or bagel shop, whatever, Loaded up. and asked for a large, and when they handed it to me, <laughs> for a large. I was shocked at the bathtub worth of coffee I got, but literal. I was like, mm, okay, I guess I'm good. I mean, this is what I'm drinking. So that's what you're in for today on episode 278. Sarah mm-hmm. is wired. I think my, She's shaking. Yeah. Oh my I had way too much caffeine. I and love not it. enough other food. Well, that is probably going to be an interesting segment then right now, because <laughs> I told Sarah I want to begin each episode now with a list of things that people are angry with us for. Love it. Um, one, I'm going to start writing people's names down too, to like decentivize them being mad in the first uh-huh. place. Do you think it will increase that they're like, oh, it's a shout out. And like, Possibly it's like toddlers were like negative attention. Like any attention is good. Maybe <laughs> this could go either way. And it will be like an interesting tell about our audience. I forget this person's name, but it was on Twitter and she was listening to our Thanksgiving episode. And evidently one of us said that a friend of ours said that Spandex is a privilege, not a right. And this was in the context that was of me. A th- <laughs> so I'll take full credit <laughs> slash blame. It was in the context of how we think in the future everyone's going to wear the same outfit and it'll be that silver yeah. jumpsuit. Totally. Now, uh, this person said she was very disappointed. That's a word they use a lot. <sighs> and that she used hashtag do better, which is oh. throwing our catchphrase right back yeah. in our face. Okay. Do you? Okay. Okay. What's your response to this news? Uh, a, I was merely <laughs> <laughs> re- re- reporting the news or, or like telling what a friend had told me. Uh-huh. I thought it was funny. Yeah. And I rather enjoy the... Uh, people at Walmart website where you can look at the women who you're going, oh, are they wearing leggings? Or, oh, they're nude leggings. I okay. Just, it's funny you and brought that so- website up because I just was reading about how terrible it is that like people um, shame the like lower, it's like poor mm-hmm. people basically. That's mm-hmm. what that website is. What do you think? It's all, uh, it, I think maybe it's like, well, you know, oh God, it's like the human in me, like the, yeah, the therapist yeah, yeah. <laughs> versus the yeah, like regular Sarah mm-hmm. has like two different answers because in also in my mind, I'm like, it's not limited to lower class individuals no. because it, eccentricities and those kind of things mm, are right. You should have seen me at Sarah's country club birthday party wine paint by number thing. And those are all rich white women. I was ruthless. <laughs> so I think in right. that case, we can Oh, we were shaming the heck yeah. out of them. Yeah. But in regards to the spandex thing, I think the listener interpreted that as maybe fat phobic. Mm-hmm. But I definitely should not be wearing spandex. And I'm not an overweight person. So for me, that comment didn't resonate that way. I just think certain people 
maybe should avoid certain fabrics, but Why not because of their... Why do you wear spandex? I would look like an idiot. You think so? Yes, Sarah. Oh, that's funny. I wear it all the time. You look great and good for you. Oh my God. Is it like an athletic thingy? I just feel like I can't pull it off. Oh my gosh. You're so funny. So I'm also... I feel the same about camo most of the time. Good point. <laughs> I can also pull that off. You know what I can't? What? Loafers. And oh, you I can. love a loafer. I can't pull them off. I just feel like it makes my feet look stubby and flat and like manly. Okay, I get that. So there but are. But you a lot love of... Doc Martin, so. Oh my god, I love them. I know. I need a pair. I was just. That's so funny that. that you say that because I just sent a message on Instagram to this like Instagram influencer that I follow that I love, and I was like, Oh my god, what shoes are those? And because it was kind of dark in the yes. photo, I did this last night, Susie, and she wrote me back instantly and was like. Doc Martens, exclamation point. I was like, I'm going out and getting them right now. Oh, you know where you can get them? Where? Poshmark. That's actually a real good idea. It actually is because you could get a bargain. Yeah. And those are pricey shoes that never go on sale. Well, that's for sure. So, And and they they last last forever. forever. Get out of my brain. (laughs) Susie, get out of my head. We're in sync. I know. I know. Okay. 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 So if you guys don't know about Poshmark, here is the scoop. It is an an app and a website where you can list clothing, shoes, jewelry, whatever you have, and people can buy it. They can make offers if you know they want to say, "I'll pay five bucks for that," or you can buy whatevs. You yeah. can list your own stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm loving it. It it what well, you know how uh, Apple like the iPhones give you your screen time and tell you which apps you use most often. Oh no. Yeah, it's like window shopping. Yes, at a bargain in every store. Yes, and everything I want, I first go and look. Yes, on the, like I'll find the what real I want. Site. In the, yep. Yes, and then I go. Let me see if I can get this on Poshmark for a deal. And you can. Yeah, I did that with my beautiful express dress that was like all sequins and oh. everything. It's the best. And I just bought a leopard print guess, vi- like vintage 1990s dress from I do from love guess. their, they have a lot of vintage <gasps> stuff. Love it. For $16. Yeah. They have a lot of new items. They have like, there were earrings that I wanted at Nordstrom and I was going to use the gift card you bought me. Oh, yeah. But they were sold out, <sighs> but it was on Posh. Yes. Yeah. So you guys try it. Our code to get $5 off is I'm Sarah Rice. And that also happens to be Sarah's closet where you can peruse mm-hmm. her offerings. She has all kinds of stuff listed. My husband just cleaned out his whole closet. I Five things with the tag still attached. See? And I'm putting them all on and there. And everything must go. That's our Everything policy. must go. Make us an offer. Mm-hmm. I'm, lots of t-shirts. My closet is um, Susie Meister, but to get that deal for $5 off your purchase, use I'm Sarah Rice as the referral code. Okay. Nice. Anyway, ZZZs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, somebody's mad about that. Uh, <laughs> there was a second thing someone was mad about, but um, I'm sure people were mad. Like they'll, they'll be mad. Like if I miss it, like if we're gone for Thanksgiving and don't do a live Q and A, but whatever. God forbid we also take a holiday. But I, we did get an invitation, I have to tell you. Ooh. Katie and Paul are getting married <gasps> in January Where? in Pittsburgh. Oh, Sue! I couldn't believe it when I opened it up. At first, I'm like, do I know these people? It's like, a beautiful invitation, too. It really is. I sent back saying we couldn't make it, but I wish we could. Yeah. You guys should all invite us because if I can go, I will go. Oh, my gosh. That's really fun. I love a wedding. Can you imagine? We're like crashing it, but not really. I've, now, this is only for people that have an open bar. I do not want 
any kind of cash bar situation. <laughs> That's my only stipulation. <laughs> love is love, except if you do not have an open bar. Or alcohol, period. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I went to one of those. No. I mean. Mormon wedding? No, just, you know. Rex? Real Christian. <laughs> real Christian. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, I love her. Yeah, if she's listening, sure. she does listen. Leah, I love you, but I could have used a sip. Yeah. <laughs> Just that's a little those, That's what those, like, uh, what do you call the garter belt flasks are for? Oh, my God. Right? I really should have planned ahead. No. I miss. And it was a teaser because, like, when we got to the dining area, there were wine glasses on the table. How dare they? I know. <laughs> so stupid. I don't want sparkling water in there, <laughs> assholes. <laughs> Okay. Um, That's funny. What else did I want to share with you? I saw a poll. I'm mm-hmm. kind of hijacking the whole show. I don't oh, care. Maybe I, I love had responding. Too much I love responding to you, or or you're like vibing off of my, uh, you know, manic uh, baby behavior. I read a poll. Americans most likely to mention family when describing um, what provides them with a sense of meaning. That doesn't surprise oh. me, but it's encouraging. Sixty nine percent of people mention family. What would you mention? I'm oh, sure you'd meaning? family. Yeah, yeah. What brings your life meaning? You know what? I would, the first, like, of course, I think, um, oh gosh, like helping others, like, you know what I do in like the therapy room, that really brings me a lot of meaning. Like when oh. I have that client who says like the, the gold star in, that you want to hear is, uh, you know, I was thinking about that thing you said to me the other day and I did something different or yeah. whatever. And I, it's like, yay. Like you can hear the fireworks like going off in my head of like, you're excitement. lucky because you, that's, you know, a service, but mm-hmm. you happen to be doing it for a living, yeah. which is really lucky. I think that's like the goal, right? Find something that gives your life meaning. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I would also say what popped in my head is gardening and working with yeah. plants. Like oh, nothing brings me more joy, but then when I see plants that are not well taken care of, nothing, it like hurts my yeah, heart. Yeah, you feel it. At school, we have this big plant in the atrium. We have like an atrium right next to our clinic, um, you know, with a bunch of chairs and open uh, lighting and everything, or glass, what do you call that? Windowed ceiling. Okay. What do you call that? Am Skylight? I describing it like, yes. Like the whole ceiling is all windows. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's a plant that I know has not been watered in months because all the leaves are starting to turn well, yellow. that's terrible. So I'm just taking over and watering the plants in the atrium for people. That's nice. The, and like the other day, my professor walks by and I'm like carrying the plant to like, it's huge. And I like picked it, one of them up and I'm like carrying this it to the This is the content people want on your freaking Insta. This is what I want to see. Oh, except we're not allowed to take video oh. and stuff at the clinic and all that for privacy issues and things like oh. that. And they have a whole thing Fair about enough. it. We had to like sign something. and Really? Even yeah. a picture? They yeah. would be mad about? I mean... That's a gray area. Yeah, probably gray area. That would probably fall under the activities and hobby. Twenty About 19% rank that as one of the things. I'll read you the rest. Oh, yeah. Tell me. Um, it goes family, then career, which yours kind of is an overlap yeah. there. Money. That surprised me. Ooh. 23%. Money brings them meaning? I was shocked at that. But that's one where you have to kind of... Read between say, the lines? Or? Yeah, and say, like, why? Money is meaningful because... It brings security, yes. possibly. So what's really meaningful is security. Yeah. Or they'll say money brings freedom. It's funny they didn't money say success brings... or... I don't know. Yeah. 
But that's what they it's said. Something. Spirituality and faith is beneath money, which cracked me up. <laughs> then friends, then hobbies, then health, then home, which I, I get that. And what, the bottom one is one I would say, which is learning. Oh, that's huge. I forgot for me. about that. That's like a given for me. It's like almost like yeah. It's that but would if you be high couldn't, on your list. Oh my gosh, I would. My life would have no meaning. I feel without that. Oh god, well, or very that's little. Why the the our book club book for this month was so. Uh, oh, the, touching yeah. the one about the stroke, someone who survived a stroke. Yeah, and he was an author, and he lo- had aphasia and lost the ability to make sense of words and language. Yeah, that's hideous. Right. These are. This was a poll done by Pew Research Center, and you can go to their website if you want to read more. It's really interesting. What was the poll called? Um, the title just says Americans most likely to mention family when describing what provides them with mm-hmm. sense of meaning, but I bet this falls under. Um. Oh, it's called Where Americans Find Meaning in Life, 2017 mm. poll. You know, that reminds me of something that I just heard this weekend. Have you heard of this new term, nano-influencers? Oh, yes. I've heard it as micro. Okay, micro, but probably yeah, the same, same thing. thing. So companies like big brands right. are using people who have a lot of connections with like their own family members and their own communities giving them free product, and then having them basically market it to their friends. Word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Mm. Does it freak you out? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It just, it felt like the same way that I get really excited when, you know, we get like a the wonderful sponsors that we have will be like, hey, here, try this candle or whatever. Uh... It, it then, I don't know. I just feel like it, it's one thing when it's like part of your business and it's part of that, but it, it brings, it feels dishonest. Yeah. And then it's like the corporate world bleeding into your regular life, Mm -hmm. which I don't like. Yeah. That's why I don't like the nightly news. That's why I don't like, oh, I'm even mad at This Is Us for making all the commercials on there super sad. And I'm crying not even just when I watch the show, but I'm crying when I watch the freaking commercial too. Guaranteed, people tweet at me because the and Susie, (laughs) that you recognize that the commercials on the show This Is Us are absolutely designed to keep you in that like cry mood. I couldn't believe it. Do you think that that's intentional on NBC's part, or is it more just the the advertisers realize that it's in keeping with mm. the tone? I wonder. Maybe it's it's got to be like mm, both. I, I so don't you know. cry, you're crying through this is us. Yes, and then the commercials come on, and like, what's an example? What Cadillac? What are oh you- no, there there are ones that just like will tug at your heartstrings. Like it'll be the oh. music and. I was very, like, had a very conscious thought of, wow, this seems very much designed to Evoke. keep me, yes, and mm. keep me in that emo- same emotional place that I was in. And it's the same way football, like, commercials that you watch while you're watching football will tend to be in a certain tone or geared yeah. to a, you Do you know, feel, you feel manipulated? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> same with the nightly news. I hate it. You mean, like, the national or local? Both. Really? I, yeah. It's like I was in a, a like a, what was it called? Like a sociology class. It was like pop culture and that kind of stuff. Um, 
And we were looking at uh, ways that the news, like what kind of advertising they use and how they match that with like the stories that are on there. And there's like the nightly news tends to be more, the morning news will be more hopeful and it'll put people in a mood where they want to work and like want to, you know, they're in a good mood to go to their office. It'll be like the stories of look at this puppy and this, you know, whatever, like those little what do they call them? Segments. Those pieces that are like... Human interest. Human interest. It'll be yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And then the nightly news in the af- like afternoon and evening... It's like, oh, we're in Vietnam. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, look it, everything's on fire. The world is burning. And then it'll be a commercial that'll sell you something. And it'll make you feel like if you bought this product, then all the problems will be better. Wow. So there's like an art to it of like, oh man, I know I need to do this. All, that's all advertising is. Yeah. It's like all the time like that. And once you become aware of it, you can't unsee it. I know. But I do think they're not wrong, though, because if you did buy homesick candles, you would feel better. That is 100% true. And I know that for sure because I light these candles mm-hmm. and I do feel better yes. because I have Pittsburgh ones. Oh. And um, I even gave my mom uh, an L.A. one mm-hmm. just so, you know, even though she never lived here. Yeah. She misses us, and so she's homesick for us. Cute. And it's nice. It's yeah. a nice reminder. These candles, they have um, all the 50 states. They have tons of cities. And now I was, oh, i got to give you, before you leave, I have Ooh. the Jewish Christmas one for <gasps> you. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Which is the one that smells like buttered popcorn because That's the great. Jews love a movie on Christmas. That's right. They have um, a lot of holiday ones. And I just think they're a nice gift, too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I was the thinking best about gift. maybe for Lincoln's teacher. Cause like it's a great idea. Although teachers are probably like, we don't need any more candles. No, no, that's not. I don't think that's what they're saying. I think they say I don't need any more Starbucks gift cards. Yeah, (laughs) right. I thought I can't drink this much coffee. Would be a nice gift for somebody like that. Perfect. Somebody in your life that you're trying to think of, like, what do they need or want? When we did Landon's poker tournament, I put one in the winner's gift basket, (gasps) a Southern California one, because I was like, oh, it's like you're winning a whole. I love that. That's a great idea. The colors of the box are cool. It's all great. Our listeners now can go to homesick.com and use the promo code BRAINCANDY and they'll receive 10% off their order over $50 and they get free shipping, which is a great deal. 10% off and free shipping. Amazing offer. And they, they have the most popular state and city candles, but they won't last long. So don't wait. Um, and visit homesick.com now using promo code BRAINCANDY. Find a personal gift for your whole list today. Um but you actually made me think of, I'm watching Making a Murderer, the second season. Oh, I hear it's amazing. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, depressing, but mm. I am real, I was really struck in the series with all the um, footage in Manitowoc and Milwaukee of the local news vans, you know, because they're always mm-hmm. covering the case, of course. And I get kind of grossed out by local news yeah. and just how... If you you know you you see the ads for like tonight at six, like find out what's the bacteria in your right <laughs> whatever are genes killing you? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And I prefer when it's like this. This just in: <laughs> Susie hates the news. <laughs> I just really like was fascinated by the way that they sit. You know, they camp out and waiting for information. Yeah. And I mean, I get it, but I hate it. I put them in the same category. Oh, 
people, yeah. don't be mad at me. What? As like the ambulance chaser lawyers. Oh, why would they be mad at you? I don't know. Because what if there's a news, local news journalist who's like, we're not like that. True. Or, and they're not you know, at all. Right. But just, you know, the, like during sweeps, it's oh, so they crazy. They want to get the story. They want to be on, you know, it's like part of the job, but. Yeah. And exclusives know. and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you should watch Making a Murderer because. Oh my God. There's this lawyer in there, Kathleen Zellner, and she's the woman that like tries to get innocent people um, out of jail. And that woman, in the words of my friend Kelly, has the biggest BDE ever. Ooh. She's like this badass bitch. I and love she it. is like has a big dick and yes. she knows it. Swing it around, lady. <laughs> you have to when you watch, just keep that okay. in mind. You she really does. Yeah, that's absolutely how I classify people. Um, BDE, no. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you got. And it's unmistakable with her. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, she knows she has a big dick. Mm. So keep that in I'm mind. A little bit of that. <laughs> Don't we all? Right? Um, uh, I no. just watched a crazy documentary, except, oh, oh I fell asleep. I wa- started it last night and I fell asleep without seeing like the last. You well, always do that. It's like the worst. But then I won't spoil it for our listeners. That's so true. there you go. <laughs> um, it's called the Motel Voyeur. Voyeur? Oh, I've heard about that. Holy shit. Yeah, it's creepy, huh? It's so weird. Where a guy yeah. bought a motel. Just to watch people. Just to watch people. Built. A, and the craziest part is that his wife helped and was like aware of it. Was this and for a sex thing? N- the- or just what? We don't know. He says no. And he, he's he on, says, like he's interviewed. oh my God, Suze. He, it's insane. So there was a journalist who was big in the seventies because he wrote about, he did that, um, like when you're the journalist who goes and lives in the, oh yeah, whatever immersion. it's called, like immersion journalism. Yeah. So he did that with a like nudist colony or nudist camp. And so he became like the sex writer, like writer about, you know, just different kind of lifestyles and okay. stuff and wrote this book. Uh, and so this man who got the motel wrote him and wrote a letter Stop. and said, I think you might be interested oh in my, God. I swear. Is it not insane? It's, I think he may have written it when enough time had passed to when they sold the motel to where like, uh, the statute of limitations oh on Lord. what happened. This guy's free. Yeah. Oh God. Oh my God. I mean, unless the end of the movie, something happens. How is there a statute of limitations on like... Well, think about the car accident. Remember the guy who mowed into the... Or, or he, the vehicular mm-hmm. manslaughter? Yeah. And then he came out and told the police later, this is yeah, what I did because enough time had passed. Yeah. Really, he's not... It's not as bad as that even. <sighs> yeah. He didn't murder anybody, right? Did he? He oh my may God, be we an accomplice. And, or, uh, oh, they, God. Uh, yeah. Because he is witnessed so crazy. one or claims he witnessed one. <gasps> At the motel. Yes. Okay. He like set it up to where he can spy on people and the crazy part. So the journalist is like, oh, I got to go check this out. <laughs> right. Goes there and the- You the can still see this Lawyer the, takes him with him upstairs and they watch a couple have sex and like- Sarah. He sees it himself. It's insane. And so the New York Times, the note, the New Yorker- is uh, the magazine that ends up publishing this article and yeah. also writes a book. Oh, my God. 
and the things that you discover about this guy, the craziest, he's got like a God complex where he like just wants to watch. And he's very religious, which is the weird part where he's talking about how like God can just make something disappear like that and odd stuff that he says. But the, the reporter says like, he's not pervy and he's not creepy and it's not about sex. He considers himself a researcher. No. And he, he documents everything that he sees with dates and he refers to himself in the third person as like the voyeur watched the couple da 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 da. Stop it. Notes on like every single night. Oh my god. That Does he, he sent have kids? All... No no. Okay, good. They not they any of that I saw. Any. No. But he does you know what? Yes, he does. From his first marriage. He, I think he has two daughters. And then she was like, peace out. And then they got divorced. And then he married an, another woman who also knew about everything, helps run the motel. And then they, oh my God, it's just so freaking weird. And what? it gets weirder. All right. Don't spoil I it. I won't. Where did you watch it? On Netflix. What, and what is the difference? Like, this is a stupid question, but is the difference between a hotel and a motel just that the doors are outside? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like drive up versus, um, Hallways. and usually there's like a lobby in a, yeah. you know, where, where there's like a one or an elevator or something, but a motel, it, it's specific to like the car can drive right up. Right. I can't believe I it. haven't watched this yet. I can't believe you haven't either. Cause I remember reading about it and being like, well, I obviously need to watch that. When the, f- the first, it's just like, uh, I'm going to get the name right. Three Identical Strangers <laughs> came out. Yeah. And you watch the first 10 minutes and you're like, how could there even be any more movie? Didn't they just give it all away? And then you go, oh, no, 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 they didn't. That is wow. not even the half of it. And you're like, who's telling the truth? What's going on? Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't like it. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't stay in motels. I tend to stay in hotels, mm. and they usually have the nicest sheets. Mm. And I always was like, I want to have those on my bed. Mm-hmm, you know? How about for, like, not the price? <laughs> right. I want awesome sheets without all the markup. And lucky for me, mm-hmm. there's Brooklinen sheets. I think this would be a good gift, by the way. It's what I gave my brother last year. And he loved them, mm. right? Yeah, you spend a third of your life in sheets, and the holiday season is a great time for a bedding upgrade for you or a friend or a lover. Uh, (laughs) Um, Or at his motel. (laughs) Right, you can bring your own. (laughs) But they have these super high-quality sheets that are affordable and easy to order, and they really are the best, most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. And now it's time for your upgrade. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer just to our listeners. You get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code brain at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product with all their sheets, comforters, and towels. They come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code brain at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N. Dot com promo code brain Brooklyn and they're the best sheets ever. The end. The end. That's all you need to know about that. Mm. Okay, so I gotta watch that movie. Yep. Um Okay. Let me ask you th- Please. this. What do you think about well first of all, they're thinking about it was in the New York Times mm-hmm. and it was an op ed about why there should be a museum of disability. Oh. Yeah. They felt like 
there should be like displays about the different products that people have used over the years and medical devices and things mm-hmm. and the ways that it's changed. What do you think? I mean, for Pete's sake, if we got a, a sex, sex toy <laughs> museum. <laughs> That's a good point. And a, a museum of ketchup, something weird like that. Okay, good point. Good point. Yeah. I also think okay. it's very important to, oh gosh, did you see, this was like floating around on Instagram, but uh, Warner Brothers has a disclaimer that they put at the beginning of old those old-timey cartoons now that says, like, a lot of the things that you see are, um, like, racially, yeah. st- like, stereotypes and all these things that are wrong. We do not agree with that. We do not subscribe to it. But editing them or erasing them would erase... Uh, would is like claiming that it never happened. Yeah, and that's we can't do that because it's important to show that these people were uh, marginalized like that. Mm-hmm. And so I think bringing light to the ways that people with disabilities have, like the the challenges and the struggles, and how it's been a long time before technology kind of and even like the medical world said, hey, maybe we should put some you know effort into you know helping this population in a, yeah. in a different way. You know, I feel like, uh, there was a time and this is not everybody in every single family with an, a disabled family member where they were kind of like hidden away. Like, don't see it. Don't talk about it. Pretend it's not there. Yeah. And I don't like that. No, I think put it in the forefront. Say, yeah, like, this is how shitty it was then, and look at where we came, and we still have f- a long way to go, and all that kind of stuff. I felt like that was really well done with the show Little People, Big World. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you'd call that a disability, but it's, you know, be- they have limitations, or they have to do things differently than... Yeah, I would say if, if, if you look at a disability and, like, the ability to function in a way where a... Uh, an average sized yeah. by person would. Yeah. And it also comes with a lot of physical challenges that maybe like the, um, like bowed legs and things like that. that yeah. Are more difficult or short Yeah. Cause limbs. like the dad would use braces mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. things like that, but they were awesome. You are awesome because they did every, and they had that huge farm yeah. and they were just so entrepreneurial and, and great parents and all that. And I think they did a good job of that, which is unusual in reality TV. You know right. how I you feel. Right, you count those shows on one hand. <laughs> There's a few little people at um, Lincoln School, mm-hmm. and he notices them, of course, and we talk about it, and then it's just like no big whoop. Yeah. And I just think that's so good because I never really learned how to talk about it. Mm. You know, like right. it makes me nervous because I, I feel like people get mad at us when we don't, we're not even talking about things like that. Mm-hmm. And people get mad. Like we got, we were talking about spandex. And people. <laughs> so <laughs> right. it makes me nervous. Like, right. cause I am uncensored and like, mm-hmm. I don't want to offend anybody, mm-hmm. but so I think it's good to just kind of get it out in the open. Yeah. But and become comfortable with yeah. all kinds of people. Yeah. I think anytime you isolate or anytime it's like a, I don't know, a, a homogenous group, then um, yeah, you're missing out. Yeah. But when I did see the the title, I thought, Museum of Disability. Well, that's unusual. I never would have thought of that. Mm-hmm. And that maybe is a downer. But then I thought, 
well, there's, I want to go to the Holocaust Museum right. and totally, I mean, not that's, that, what, I'm not that's equating what like them. popped into my head too. The museum museums talk about all kinds of subjects. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea, but it did strike me like, huh, yeah, never would have thought of that, but that's yeah. probably because I never have to deal with those problems. Exactly. So and wouldn't go. it be a great place to take a school yes. on a field trip to say, look at that. Right. And Look at how, what we have, you can walk on two legs or whatever it is. You can hear, you can see, you should be grateful. And I think it would kind of make those kids think a little different. Or if there was that kid in the class who had any kind of disability, they would would be more accepting. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, Good idea. I like that. We love it. Stamp of approval. Yep. You know what doesn't get my stamp of Uh approval? Sarah's mad. The cookies that a student, a high school student in Davis, California brought to school that were allegedly laced with her grandmother's ashes. Oh, I did read about that. That made me laugh so much. What the actual fuck? That's the best. And then I tried to like dive, do a deep dive into this and like what happened? That was big on Twitter for a minute. No explanation. Like there's no explanation I can find anywhere online that says what her... It's is it illegal? What the, in, I mean, I know that sounds silly, but like, is it? Mm. I mean, if you bake cookies and don't tell people what's in them and they don't ask, mm. wonder what the crime is. I mean, mishandling a dead body. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, think? ooh, what is that? Because I could imagine that it would be. Like there was some other story about somebody who brought like pot laced brownies yeah, into somewhere, different. and that's different because it's a drug, right? And I was schooled on a recent no episode oh, we, when we talked about the ash ashes being spread at yeah. Disneyland and stuff. Some guy said to me, "Suze, just so you know, um, ashes are not a biohazard." Oh, you know, because they yeah, they're they, like burnt. They're but I was like, wait a minute. You could, and he said a dead body is not cons- what right what <laughs> come on he really did and I thought wait a minute what am I missing here yeah what 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 do we he said that oh, it's on Facebook and he was commenting under one of our posts and he was helpful because he had the answer he must work in that field or something yeah. he's like it's not considered a biohazard. I know, right? But anyway, so maybe that would Why do you mean... need like a hazmat team to clean up a, a crime scene then? Is it the blood? Well, the fluids, I guess. It's the fluids, maybe? not the body. So as long as they're inside <laughs> I the gotta, body, it's I okay. Gotta re- I got to look at this like, thread. And, and is there a certain stage of decomp where... Well, it's, just, it's like it's See how certainly... I say decomp like I'm like, <laughs> like a CSI <laughs> investigator? Well, I just, I just watch a thought... Lot of crime shows. Well, it certainly smells like a biohazard. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. But when I finished the thread, he had me convinced. So hmm. whatever. Yeah. That mm. would be the worst smell. But wait, it, yeah, what uh, happened to her? Nothing. I don't know. That's what I don't How know. How did people find out that they were in there? It just tasted bad or what? Also, don't, I mean, the articles that were so short that I found, it was all kind of like those local news sun, yeah. where it's like two paragraphs. Well, I don't have any, but there's no... I couldn't find. We anything. need more. I need you guys. More. This is one time I actually want you to send Please me something. Tell me about the grandma ashes. <laughs> Can you believe Lady Luck was debunked? Uh, I'm so sad. I, well, I thank goodness that you sent me that, or I saw that on Twitter, or whatever, because it reminded me to ta- tell you about a story of a family that 
has survived or had to evacuate and survive. This was, I was reading this when all the fires were going on in California. Yeah. Like three fires, their family has had to evacuate from a move in different parts of the state. That's interesting. Yeah. But she's not a suspect or anything. No, it's a, it's a, a, a man. Oh. And yeah, it's He's like, like Mr. And then there's more to it. It was like, I want to say that he was, oh, that's it, that he was also at the borderline uh, shooting. So it was the borderline shooting, the fire, and then another fire, and then something else. But wow. it was like, it reminded me of Lady Luck, because I'm like, dude, that, that story may be not real, but this one is. <laughs> well, that's this lucky kid. then. And it, he was like a young guy, you know? And wow. Maybe he's an arsonist. Oh, well, he was far that's away cynical, from isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going with lucky. <laughs> Wait, he's probably not setting the fires. Yeah. Um, oh my God! You are, you should consider yourself lucky though, because guess what? You can get a deal at Modcloth. Yes, lots of cool, amazing. Ooh, what great for the holiday parties! I saw this coat that has birds all over it with a fake fur trim, oh. and it's full length. It you is love stunning. That. I do, I do. It's stunning. I'm like, I gotta get it. And you're right; it's perfect for the holiday parties. They have like a boutique area with like you know, holiday outfits that you'll love. And Sarah's pro glitter, pro sequin. Yes. She believes in going over the top. Oh, I'm so pro sequin. Yeah. What's not to love? Love them. The glitter problem is mess, but mm-hmm. there's not as that problem As long as it doesn't come sequin. off. Yeah, right, right, right. And ModCloth believes fashion should celebrate all women. So they have a full range of sizes from double XS to four X. And there's a team of stylists that can help you with the sizing and styling help. And um, I'm just excited to get my new coat. I'll take a picture of it when it comes and you can see how freaking amazing. No, I'm going to order it oh, good. Though, with our you code. Should. Here's what you need to order your stuff. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. The offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on March 3rd, 2019. That's 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Go to modcloth.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. And I'll use the code and get it my yes. special coat. Yes. Uh, so your fire thing reminded me, or the arson thing reminded me of another story that I had to tell you about that combines two past things we've discussed. What? One Like people accidentally setting fires to stuff. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And two divorce parties. Okay. Did you hear about this? No. A woman, I think it was in Texas. Yes, it was in Texas. She finalized her divorce after a 14 year marriage and then decided to throw a divorce party. Okay. Like we talked about. Yeah. He came. Oh, no, this is worse. She wanted to destroy the dress. Oh my god. And attached 20 pounds of explosives Stop it. to it. What blew is it with up people. And the explosion was felt 15 miles away. Could you imagine? No. Exploding wedding dress. What? And there's video footage <laughs> of it too. A week I'll email you or I'll send you that and send it to Dahlia so she can put it in the newsletter because you can watch a Texas woman blowing up her wedding dress 
and the explosion was felt 15 miles away. I mean, look at the, I'm going to show Susie the picture of it exploding. Oh, Lord have mercy. It's like Okinawa or right. whatever. That is And I was like, crazy. okay, well, we'll just, we've got... Oh, God. We've got this fire set with the baby. Yeah. And also, did you see? Everyone tagged me. It's a boy. It's a I boy. forgot to write Matt Neroni back. He texted me. He's like, well, you were right. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So we got that result. And that, what, what, people, keep your phase of life celebrations and explosions. <laughs> you know what? Life. What we, you know, it's. It, I blame birthday candles. It all yes. goes back to this. Because if we just kept fire away from birthdays, then people wouldn't have the idea that we need to include it in every other celebration. Did you see how um, Robert Irwin, you know, Robert Irwin's son. The oh, Crocodile. Steve Irwin's son? Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, Steve yeah. He blows his candles out by just like waving them with his hand. because oh, he, for him. He's like, it's a saliva free cake. Oh, <laughs> I and love he's right. that whole family. Yeah, right? We, how did they get like that though? Because look at their dad. Yeah. But how did he get like that? Oh, good point. I wonder what his parents are like. Right. I mean, my God, they're good people. Yeah. And just like so warm and loving and taught their kids to be passionate about stuff. And joyful. And kind. Yeah. I'm struck by that, that they seem genuinely, they have wonder, which I envy in people. I always want to have wonder Mm. about life. They seem genuinely to have it. Yes. Um, but I love his daughter. Uh, what's her name? Bendy. B- Bendy. I love She's her. She's a doll. So cute. Yeah, she is. Wish we could all be like that. Yeah. I mean, we could try. We'll try. But I will say, I mean, to be mean again. That- <laughs> <laughs> Go back that- to our normal setting. <laughs> Whoever that wedding dress lady divorced, yeah. he dodged a bullet. I yeah. mean, he... Well, and an explosion. <laughs> I mean, he for real really got off. Easy. Or, yeah. He was married to that crazy bitch. What the hell would make somebody feel comfortable enough to... And 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 it's unusual that it's a woman doing this. Yeah, it really is. That is she an unusual She must have really thing. hated him. Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, maybe he was the, you know... Right, it's like a waiting to exhale Yeah, I like I, like I don't blame uh, uh, Tiger Woods' wife for taking the... the Absolutely. The, I'm like, get it, girl. Yeah. And also make yeah. sure you get the front windows too. Like, right. You know, with the I golf club to the, to the car. That was a weird moment in that time. sure was. And he's like acting like everything's fine. Right. Tiger, please. Cool it. <laughs> you hear you played a, this is like, I don't even know why I know this, but like him, he and uh, another very famous golfer, Jack Nicholas. No, Nicholson. No. No, Nicholas. an actor. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Played a like a, 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 a game of golf. It was like nine holes for nine million dollars. No. Yeah. Wait, that they would win or go to charity? I think that they would win. Oh, I don't think it goes to charity, to right? Betsy. It was just the two of them, and oh no, it was eighteen holes. They were so neck and neck that it went like they had to play like twenty three holes. Stop. And then it just kept on. They kept on like tying. tying. Yeah, it was like the World Series when it went to like 18 innings or whatever. Really? So it was kind of kind of interesting. Who won in the end? I bet you don't know. Do I you? don't know. You're the worst. <laughs> I know because I wasn't even. It was it was on TV when I was at this uh, like after Thanksgiving, you know, day after Thanksgiving kind of friends Thanksgiving in our, our neighborhood, and we You're just so left funny before. Like that. before what is uh, with you? You don't need closure. I guess I. You know what? Maybe that. 
I don't even know if I, I don't. Or, I mean, I know that I don't need closure. I don't even know if closure is, import- is important to me because I'm also uh, notorious for not finishing books. Like yes. I'll get and I'll just won't. I think it's like I don't want the fun to end. That is insane asylum. It's I can't so weird. even deal with what you're saying. Like all the time I do that. I will yeah. white knuckle it through any book. I won't. I have to finish it. It's like, no, I don't want this to be over. So I'll just leave it over here. I won't read the end because then it means we're done. Our relationship is over. Talk to your therapist about what that is about you. I will. Because that's, I mean, maybe it's very typical, Mm. but to me it seems insane. Yeah. I get it. Huh. I, I mean, it's like I have a big fear of things coming to an end. That has to be explored. Yeah. Like, uh, school and all that. I think it's like why I keep going to school because like, I don't want to be over what, what happens then. Really? Maybe. Did you have that with like high school? You didn't. You finished well, I early. I left early. <gasps> oh my God. I did. I she didn't drop I mean, out. I didn't guys. drop out. I graduated, yeah. but I graduated early and I didn't, yeah. and didn't finish with, and they said, would oh you like to walk God. with your you class so and finish the class? I was like, no, nah, I'm out of here. You are the weirdest. <gasps> See? What is that about? What? I don't know. I don't know we either. We find out. I'm a therapist and I don't know. <laughs> so this is a new one for me. Isn't it true that that's, it's like how your mom says she can't be psychic with people uh, she knows. Uh-huh. You're like too close to You can't to do it. it yourself, right? Yep. Totally true. And when Landon and I were going through stuff, I could not see the problem, how I was involved in the problem at all. I was like, nope, that's all him. It's definitely him. <laughs> he needs to change everything. And then as soon as she held up the mirror, I was like, oh looks like I got a lot of work to do. And I was like convinced. I had like a cycle drawn out of like, this is what happens in our relationship. And I was like, oh, that can go in the garbage. Wow. (laughs) Not accurate. Well, if if you think you might have the same problem, I have a solution for you, which is Talkspace. Oh, that's good. Which is a wonderful service that I've been using. It's an online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. So you can do it on your phone, your email, whatever. Um, they have an app and I think it's such a nice option for people who maybe would be uneasy going into a, an office or have never tried therapy before. Maybe don't have the time in their schedule yeah, or, or have an unusual like, schedule, uh-huh. like work weird hours. Mm-hmm. And the, it's such a great option in that way. And you can get something off your chest or talk about everyday challenges, or you could do the whole like childhood exploration, do the Mm -hmm. whole thing. But I think it's just a really cool, um, way to do therapy that is maybe something you didn't think of. And the Talkspace platform has over 2000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life's challenges we all face and to to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to talkspace.com slash brain candy and use the code brain candy to get $45 off your first month and Ooh. show support for brain candy by going to talkspace.com slash brain candy. Support for brain candy and support for, for yourself. Heck yeah. Two in one. Yeah. It's so cool. Um, okay. There is a study that they did. I love studies. <laughs> they, and they, um, showed faces of like women and men that looked, I don't know. I, I don't want to plant the seed, mm-hmm. but they basically looked not happy. Okay. And they asked people like, what, how would you describe that look? Uh-huh. And people, when they would see it on a woman would say, she's emotional. <sighs> <laughs> 
And whenever they would look at a man, they'd say, he's having a bad day. Oh, ew. So basically, when they look at a woman, they assume it's about her, who she oh. is. Ew. And when Internal they look at a man, they assume it's the situation. Yep. Explore. Okay. What do you got? What is that? Is did did was it the same result for men and women viewers of the picture? They didn't say because I think Good that question. is important to know. Is are women interpreting? I the bet other? they are. There's a lot of things that are variables in this. True. That I want to like read what their their what the measures in I'll find this it. were and I'll like their method the and their because. Those are important things for this one. Like, right. Like, would my answer be the same as a man's correct. about each picture? And also, they. I think it would be important to do some sort of survey or um, assessment before on the emotional state of the individual who was viewing the pictures. Wow. Like, what mood is this person in? Because I think people are more likely to relate their own emotions to that picture like a projection thing like True. if you see and like if you're in a good mood you'll say oh they're having a bad day but, but if you're in a crummy mood oh, or you're feeling emotional you might be like i don't know they're just the variables. only thing with that is that it wouldn't be gendered no that one wouldn't that yeah. would just be like that's another category yeah. but i think with the women versus men thing i think it would be important to say assuming that it Ugh. is sort of just the respondents mm-hmm. tended to categorized that way it really is such a bummer maybe it's something like there's this responsibility like maybe this like male it's thought that the man needs to maintain some sort of like emotional composure in order to do his job or be the breadwinner or whatever our like traditional gender roles or our like uh what's the word like the dominant discourse on like what a man's role is. Mm -hmm. And so we don't want to attach a label to him that destroys all of that. You know, if it's just, he's having a bad day, then okay, maybe he's not doing well right now, but he can still continue to do the work that he's doing and be the provider and whatever it is on all the other days. Okay. If she's emotional, that's something that fits with the dominant discourse of like what a woman is allowed to experience and matches. That's very, um, forgiving of you though. Yes. And I don't know that that's really what's happening. And I think that people do, even when we say resting bitch face, which is hilarious, (sighs) but also a problem because it's this study put to Mm -hmm. a, a popular reference. But like, I really think that, they're placing a value judgment on the women that she is this way. Mm-hmm. She she's emotional. That's who she is. Yes. Whereas this is just stuff that's happening to this guy. You know, he's he's just had a rough day at the office or yeah. whatever. And I'm just sick of that. He's a victim of his circumstances, whereas she's just that's that she's inherently she emotional. Yeah. And there I mean, it is. That's that's it. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. But I, your explanation is more forgiving. I mean, like, I, I think it's all, like, layered, you know, in there that it's – there's a whole bunch that goes on when you look at that. Culture. And, yeah. 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 And what that – and there's so – you know, all these studies, it's like, well, would it be the same if you had – with different ages? Would it be the same in hmm. different countries? Would it be the same in an individualistic or collective 
culture, like all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know. So. Right. Well, and then like Gross I was, nonetheless. whenever I, yeah, whenever I read them, I'm like, okay, well now what? Right. Now that we know this, uh-huh. it's like just today that they had more information about the uh, gender pay gap and it's like even bigger than we thought. Uh-huh. And I just thought, okay, we know now what? Right. I'm Ugh. sick of getting bad news without any solutions kind of yeah. thing. I can't remember the what the rest of the article was about, but I just read something on there's a, a gender sex gap of like women and men and their sexual satisfaction and how like after doing the, there was like a study that was conducted on men and their emotional state and their, uh, uh, Oh gosh, I don't have the study. Like, or I haven't, like this wasn't something that I planned for the show. So <laughs> I'm like trying to figure it out sure, in my head, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, uh, it was that how, like their ma- their concept of like their own masculinity was attached to their ability to give a woman an orgasm and how they reported like they they did this thing with uh, with a bunch of different men where they had them uh like close their eyes and imagine or some kind of like you know virtual reality situation where they imagined having sex with a woman and then the researcher gave them different options of outcomes and then rated their um self-esteem and their like you know how they felt about themselves afterwards and men who were able to give women in this scenario like give a woman an orgasm felt so much better about themselves they felt so much about the situation Mm -hmm. but after really breaking that down they found that it wasn't that the man wanted to pleasure the woman it was that him being able to give a woman an orgasm was made him made feel better. him feel better and it didn't matter if the woman said i've never been able to have an orgasm or if she says i had them all the time the feeling of um uh like worthlessness or whatever like lowered self esteem was equal wow even if she was like i can't e- even exactly oh my god didn't matter he took it too it was too personally good lord so they called it like this sec this also a, a, a gender like sex gap. Well, I just read a study about the fact that surprisingly we're in a sex recession. Mm, I can imagine People that. are doing it less than they used to. Well, how much, what do they say for this? They said that people, and I don't know the years, uh-huh. but it was, they used to do it 62 times a year. And now they do it on average 54 times a year. Oh, that's fine. But um, masturbation has doubled and tripled. Because of, not obviously, the internet and But tools. I'm sure that's contributing to <gasps> Absolutely. having less desire when you're out in the world. <sighs> One thing that bummed me out, though, was that I read, I don't remember the exact percentage, but a majority of um, female millennials thought that it was sexual harassment to be asked out on a date at like a in public like if a I'm guy annoyed. came up I'm annoyed that's stupid I and so how men, are they what are they you know what's dumb the <laughs> swipe left swipe right bullshit that's I'm offended by that <laughs> I'm offended that at first glance this person wants to go on a date with me without having any conversation and reading a profile and picking the picture that I look best in or whatevs <laughs> I want you to meet me in real life and have like 
get to know me, see my body language towards you, and then go, hey, you want to go out? I would love, if I were single, I would love for a man to be confident enough to just say, you know, can I buy you a drink or can I take you out sometime? I'm going to be single. Just do it. I'm just going to be able to, <laughs> I just have to say no. I'm, I still want you to do that to me. That is the answer is just going to be you're different. You're so right. <laughs> Please, God, keep asking me on dates. That's such a good point. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm in agreement with you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm not, I don't feel harassed. Mm-mm. As long as I say, if I say no, then you say, right. great, okay, bye, or whatever. Yeah. Like, so it bothers me that millennial women would be re- responding to the poll in that way and to have those feelings. Um, and I don't get it. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, t- the good part about it is teen birth rate is down. Mm-hmm. Um, but the bad part is that depression is up. Well, and I think these things are all linked in the article mm-hmm. made that. Mm-hmm. Same inference. However, uh, we just reviewed uh, in class this week, actually, uh, how much sex is necessary to keep a marriage happy, like to oh. keep things good. Okay. And how Which, often do you think it needs to happen? Once a month? Once a week. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking of most people like, yeah. I think. Well, most women. Mm-hmm. I think most women would be like fine with once a month. Yeah, but but it, the intimacy, like you'll find oh, that you're true. more attached to your partner. Like you're more yeah, in that's sync true. with with okay. them in a lot of. And also, I've noticed this is just personal. I'm gonna share with you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. a little. Um, when it's too long in between times, where it's like I forget how to have sex. It's like it's weird. It's like a awkward. Like I I'm, totally a, I'm get nervous. That. Like yeah. I, I'm like. Is this how I kiss? It's so weird. Oh, that's it's interesting. Like, it's like I know I didn't. I know I know how to do it. I know I'm. Do, but it's like I forget how to like move in sync with Landon. Yeah, well, that makes sense. He's away a lot, mm-hmm. and so there will be gaps when you're separated. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that makes total sense. Yeah, and then if like we'll you know have sex, and then like the very next time if it's close. Will be great. It feels more comfortable. The best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, However, well, he's been really good lately. So, you know, shout out to my husband. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, uh, last time we banged, um, mm-hmm. if uh, there was a feeling that was weird mm-hmm. internally. And I was like, Ed, did you feel that? Like, what did it feel like for you? Because I was trying to, like, figure out what was going on in there. And um, <laughs> and he goes, I think it means we should do it more. <laughs> he's like, right. No, He's I was gonna, like, I bet like, you do think that. <laughs> yeah. Of course, that's your prescription. <laughs> right. Just we'll, we'll keep more bang it right out. Yeah. Len pre- thinks that the cure for everything is a BJ. So <laughs> why do you it's think? Like, oh, you have a cold. Adam's Probably. right, though. What makes you say that? Because I think it this is, is that your intimacy. Theory. I think it pairs up. Like if you yeah, did but you it, don't like, know how second, often we're doing it. Like, I don't. What, what, you know. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, yeah. that's the yeah. answer. Well, and also like, there's. There's so much that goes into that totally. of like, especially for female, women, yes. come on. Uh-huh. I, oh my God. I was in Christmas decorating mode. You know what? It's probably my fault that it was. It definitely is my fault that I was like, oh, just like rigs the, you know, last time because I've been like thinking about decorating for Christmas, doing you a lot of Christmas so shopping. I could not get blue and white ornaments out of my head. It's like I could only picture the stockings on our mantle. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in your head? So then I had to practice mindfulness as I'm having sex of like, okay, 
what are you feeling in this moment right now? Where do you feel all the time? Stop, Stop my brain. So you were about thinking Christmas about ornament. blue balls and, and Landon was getting them. <laughs> That's so great. Poor Landon. Oh, it didn't last for a long, you know, it, well, not the that sex, is, but my I think th- that's very thought, common my tra- th- You know, train of thought. I, I've read that a lot of women, you know, have other things on their mind, especially if their partner takes a while, which, uh-huh. you know, it depends on your partner, but... Mm-hmm. I'm sure some women are like, okay, thinking about Christmas balls or whatever. I was so dumb. I mean, I had that thought in between. I'm like, what the hell are you thinking about right now? Why can you not get this Are out you of your going head? like full Jew for your Christmas? We, I have a, yeah, it's all blue and white in the. What? Here's the thing. Uh oh. I'm like one of those crazy Christmas ladies who oh, has like the I different know. themed rooms and everything. Oh, my God. Oh, Sue's. She's getting her show towels out. Oh, my God. So I have blue and white themed in the living room. And I got in in Norway, the like traditional Christmas little houses are made out of galvanized tin. So they're like that galvanized metal. Yeah. um, And they're hollow and they have a little candle inside. Like the little windows are open. Yes, I've seen those. little candle in. Yeah. So I made my whole mantle a little village of galvanized tin houses uh-huh. and it's super cute and uh so yeah all blue and white in there and everything and then in the do you feel ooh, like we're having sex right now totally i'm <laughs> like this is actually what landon needs to talk to me about before so i can like, like maybe foreplay. that's it the ornaments were the foreplay and i was just like thinking about them to get myself hot that's totally it but go on like, i'm still into it um so as am i uh <laughs> so in the living room where i have all the cool joy bird furniture it's like brightly colored yeah i'm doing that merry and bright christmas where everything's like brightly I colored like i even got a second tree oh my god a real i one got no fake? an artificial one okay. that i can because they were 25 percent off on black friday it would be dumb not to buy it yeah it's just and good sense. it's good sense so i got like a slim tree put all the like i have all these retro like 1950s ornaments that are those old like uh shine bright shiny bright yeah like cool ones and like these like velvet deers that i found that are neon blue and pink That's and cute. so it's all Where super did you bright find them? at michael's like three or four years ago cool yeah it was awesome and then in the bathroom is the traditional christmas with the show towels and a santa claus theme (laughs) where i have my collection of all my santas it's love it that sounds very festive yeah it's real fun when you go to our house like it's fun to make fun of you about it but it sounds great it's so fun (laughs) (laughs) but what if somebody uses the show towels oh they're allowed they're, oh. It's like not, they're like hanging there and I make sure to not buy the ones that are white with just the like uh, embroidered thing on them or whatever because okay. they get too dirty. Yeah. So I got, I went with plaid, like Christmas look and plaid. Wow. And then I wouldn't it blends think you in would go with your, with when you want, you know, if you. With your BM fingers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she said BM fingers. BM fingers. Oh man. And then are you going to get like a real tree too or what? Mm-hmm. Hmm? You go chopping that down. Like. Yeah. Oh, man. I wish I... I really have a hard time with that one, with the cutting down of the tree and then just... I would if it, it makes you feel any better, I read that you'd have to own an artificial tree 25 years for it to be more eco-friendly than a So thank tree. you. Yeah. Okay. I was surprised by that, but it makes sense because it, it takes a lot of gas yeah. and stuff to make the plastic to go... Yes. Um, an artificial tree. Mm. My grandmother, my mom told me that when she was growing up, 
they had a Christmas tree that was in their backyard that they dug up, put it in a box and brought it inside every year and then returned it. Oh my God. So like, that's the thing that in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, the gardener, the plant lover in me is like, oh, it's like having, cause remember when you trimmed your, uh, what do they call those? I think it's a POTUS or pothouse plant. It's the one with the nice leaves that you can cut up. Yeah. And you trimmed it. And Uh I was like, yeah, you need all of those. It was like having like uh, amputated limbs in your trash can. And I was like really upset about it. And I had to like rescue them. You actually ran through my house looking for the the remains. (laughs) I was like, I need them all. We have to save these. And there's a part of me that feels like that when I see the cut up, the Christmas tree. But what else? You're so Phoebe Buffet. Totally. Yeah. In like a lot of ways. But they're fulfilling their Christmas destiny. Oh, I like that. So did she. (laughs) Is that what she said? Oh, (laughs) They had to tell her that. I didn't know. Okay. That's great. I am like that. And then when you see all the dead ones that are are after, that that are next to the the trash can. That's a bit depressing, but they brought so much joy. Yeah. And I mean, that's a wonderful thing, Sarah. I do like that. Um, anyway, we better go. We better. This felt like a long one and a fun one. <laughs> Good save. I just feel like we had so many exciting, uh, studies. This is what happens when we don't see each other for a minute. It's great. Cause I didn't see like half of week. these weren't even on my list of things to talk about, which is, even, <laughs> which is really why That's I need to hilarious. expand that list. All right, oh. people. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Or whenever. Yeah. Like in a few days. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>